Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all. From flowy summer dresses to those must-have espadrilles and Levi's skirts, Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals, let me tell you, they're a game changer for all-day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long, so I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind, so you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Um, I hit the wrong ex. one. I'm sorry. I, I hit the like, wrong one. I was like, oh. I'm like, they're trying to pull a fast Why one is that on even that? on there, Easton? I blame you. I took that out. I wanted that gone. Someone oh. else put that back in. All right. Sorry. Who let's try put it. that back let's in? Try it again. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and People's Choice Award winning podcast. <laughs> Let me explain what just happened. Mark just went to play the intro. Are you going to explain it, Easton? (laughs) I mean, I'm not taking responsibility for this. I didn't press the button. I just deleted it again. Well, apparently there is an intro somewhere in the system that says, that takes out the People's Choice Award winning podcast part of the intro. Well, that was the original open of the show before you won the People's Choice Award. Before. Yeah. And Mark Not. just played it. It and just the, said scrubbing an intro, so I hit it. But the face that Tommy and I both made at each other, <laughs> as if like, how dare they think how that we're they? not going to notice that? 
I was supposed to do the scrubbing in PCA intro. That's oh, what it's called. So yeah. I will take responsibility. Although I, I'm pretty sure that was gone. I'm not sure why it's back. I don't know who put it back in there, but there will be an email sent later. Oh, yeah. yeah. The heads will roll. Yeah. A hefty email. A fiery oh. email. Hey, how is everyone? It's been a while Welcome since I've I didn't. Well, I was a tiny part of, you know, Camilla's podcast at the end. It's so fun watching now that we've like know her. I know. I'm so thrilled. She has a storyline. Yeah. No. So here's the thing that we really need to follow up with. Okay. Okay. She said she'd be down to come to a Gray's viewing party with us. Okay. Was she being nice? No. I think she was being being nice. nice. I think they say that. I do. I mean, I I could be wrong. We've had a lot of celebrities in here over the years, so maybe I'm jaded. But they all say, I'd love to come back anytime. And then often they don't, you know? So I don't know. I'm a little jaded. Okay. Like, well, we don't have contact information for her. We'd have to get to her people. But she said it in front of her people. She's like, I would totally love to come back. But then I you're... I think she's and I was very like, nice, a girl. What was she going to be like? Oh, no, thank you. No, I, it's not like I was, like, saying come back. I, I didn't, like, ask her to. She was just, like, unsolicitly? Unsolicited. Unsolicitly. Unsolicitly saying that. She was saying it unsolicited. Yes. Right? So, but here's the thing. Wait. If she was really interested, she would have given you her phone number. Uh, she did uh, not. We would have to go through her people and book her for a viewing party. Did she party. respond to any of your tags? That you <laughs> Same. Clued, clued didn't either. <laughs> Although I didn't meet her in person, so I'm like, she, we did not have that bond. <laughs> okay. So, but second thing that I think we should follow up on is that she said that, um, she thinks that we could just go to the set yeah. in our scrubs and they would throw us in like as extras. Because the only thing on the set is Grey's in General Hospital. Yeah. So you blend right in and scrub. I have some huge information for y'all. So I'm at a baby shower yesterday. My friend's like, I really want you to meet my husband's dad. He is, there's a connection that I think y- you have. Oh. Husband's so she, dad. Okay. This girl, like, my friend, her husband's father, her father-in-law. Okay. So I go up and she's like, so um, he was the lead casting guy on Grey's Anatomy. He's like besties with uh, Jim Pickens, the chief. He basically made the decision not to cast Rob Lowe and instead chose Patrick Dempsey. I'm like, can you come on our podcast? This man is a legend. (laughs) Yeah. He's retired now, but yeah. He he deserved to be retired. Yeah, I know. So he he was like, yeah. Does like, he know sure. who took his place? What? Does he know the person that took over his job? He might. I can probably get that information. That seems like a good connection. For I brought up us showing up on Scrubs, and I don't know if he understood what I was saying. It didn't go over as oh. swimmingly as I had hoped, but Shoot. I felt like it was more of a misunderstanding of what I was trying to say rather than total rejection. Well, how'd you say it? Pretend I'm the guy. Hi, Buckle. Hi. <laughs> that was a great man voice. <laughs> I heard um, you like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, I have a podcast with my best friend and it's kind of based off of our love for Grey's Anatomy. Wow, um, that's really cool. Yeah. And we even joked about maybe showing up on set in Scrubs and just seeing if they let us in. And then he followed it up with a question like, what made you get into podcasting? Oh, so it he just, just kinda, like steered away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's not terrible. It wasn't a total like, that's not going to work. Right. But it also wasn't like, you should do that. Well, but he obviously probably can't encourage us to like, I mean, it might be like breaking the law if we're like trespassing. Be, yes. But, <laughs> but also, I, it's it's good that you're aware of when you're being steered in a certain direction in a conversation. I'm pretty self-aware. Yeah. 
Yeah. So quality, I'm pretty self-aware. Yeah, that's great Something I'm you. proud of, yeah. but I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. No. Um, how was... So wait, but back to it. Should okay. we try? I feel like we should try. Even if we get... No, it's not good. I'm just worried about you getting arrested. Oh. What if we got drive-ons? So we then were legally whole, there. If you're driving on and you're wearing scrubs, I think you're kind of good at that point, aren't you? How do we get a drive on? I feel like it could be easy. Maybe. So we just need a, a Paramount or where do they film? It, I don't know where they film. I know that, that the hospital is somewhere in LA, yeah, like the exterior of the hospital. I feel like with every connection that we have, we could find a sort of drive on. There has to be someone Someone's who listens office. to the podcast who works at Gray's that can help us out. Yeah, yeah. somebody works for the someone San Francisco Giants sent east of the I big know. package of stuff. So yeah. there's got to be somebody. So I feel like get every band together and I think we should at least attempt it. it it's an epic story, even it's if we fail. I mean, it's a more... Oh, no, I was going to say it might be more epic if we fail, but it's more epic if we get on. <laughs> yeah, I think are you it's kidding? equally epic. I think it's a good story either way. Okay, okay go for it. Okay, great. Thank you. I okay. need the blessing from the team. Okay, but we need to, we, someone who can help us know the schedule of when it would be best for us to go on. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine if we show up and it's like, oh, no. they're not shooting today. Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> they're all but General Hospital shooting. <laughs> <laughs> not the same. Not the same, but not bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I was truly there are some times where i miss out and i'm like oh man like that sucks wish i could have been there but this one was like a heartbreaker yeah. and then the fact that she was awesome she was awesome ah uh, so like, even mark got a photo he wanted a photo with I her did. and she was like i mean she would have taken a photo with like 100 people if they were here and she the fact that she knew that we went to the paley fest in our scrub she saw photos and i was like british like, that was bizarre. Like, now when I watch the show, I listen to her talk. I'm like, wow. You didn't know that before? I didn't know that until <gasps> she started talking. I didn't know that either. What? Oh, my God. You do not read gracefacts.com? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that I do. I don't know if that is anything, but should be. Um, wait, well, I w- she's going through some stuff on Grey's Anatomy, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's dark times. No? Yeah. What's your? Well, you what got new you? justice for Joe. You guys wanted a solid storyline for Joe, and you I'm, got it. I'm excited that she's like, go. I'm. I'm nervous to see what happens. I'm nervous she's going to do something where it affects her relationship. Without, like, I'm. Yeah. You know, she seemed pretty like sturdy on that. Right? That's true, because they're she, way ahead, so she would know, and she was very gung ho on the on the Alex Joe marriage. Mary, yeah, staying t- t- to the end. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did you that listen to the podcast say- or just the part when you called in? Did I listened go- to it, but I, I I, just in my mind don't think that Shonda is just going to like let it go that easy. Because she talked, I mean, she talked about it for a while. Nothing's ever easy on that show, though. No. no. That's true. All right. Your lives. Becca's blonde. I am very blonde. Like almost as blonde as Tanya. As blonde as me. As uh, blonde. Side by side, I give. Tanya, slight edge. Easton, can you back me up on that? I am colorblind. They look identical. Is that oh, right? Wow. Yes. Yeah. yes. Interesting. Yeah. But you guys look identical. You both have beautiful green hair. <laughs> 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 no, it really does. It looks. It looks. This. It looks the same. Yeah. And it looks lovely. Well, what? Why? Why the change? I was just. I get really bored. Um, the dark, even though it is my natural color, just there's something about. It doesn't um, make me feel as lively. <laughs> Is this a mojo quest you're on right yeah, now? Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Uh, I think I, I, well, I go through phases where I want it dark and then I'm bored with it. 
and then I want it short. So I cut it, but then I want it long again. And then I'm like, okay, I'm ready for blonde. Mm. But I never, no one will ever make me super blonde because so damaging, you know, bleaching your hair. So I've been begging. I'm like, I need something drastically different. And so she was like, all right, let's do it. So I sat in a chair two days in a row for eight hours. Wow. It was a huge commitment. And none of my hair broke off. <laughs> That's like a uh, shout out to Tawny. Yeah. Tawny at nine zero one. I I don't I don't I don't think I realize the uh, amount of time and effort that goes into oh. women's hair. <laughs> I mean I can't even imagine how you feel because when my hair when I have fresh blonde, I feel like a new woman. And my hair's like already blonde, but when I have like fresh highlights, I'm like, I'm every woman. It's all in me. I felt like that was so tone deaf. It took me a second to even know what song was about to me. <laughs> um, yeah, it was shocking. Like the first few days when I woke up and saw myself in the mirror, I was like, whoa, that's bright. <laughs> that is bright. Because I didn't normally, if I'm blonde, I'm more of like a balayage brown and blonde and then. You know, it's a gradual thing, but I went from dark brown to blonde blonde. So it was a big change. Thank you for acknowledging it. Um, Did it boost the mojo? Yeah, I think so. I think I still need to do some other things to boost the mojo. Did she do your eyebrows too? Your eyebrows lighter? No, my eyebrows are darker. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was like, she matched the roots to your eyebrows and everything. <laughs> Tawny, stepping it up. <laughs> But she didn't. She darkened them. Oh, <laughs> weird. Anyways, um, I feel like we, we spent a lot of time talking talking about that. Um, what's been going on? Have you had any interesting? I mean, how was Napa? How was the? I still have a giant gash on my shin from Napa. What happened? I walked into a table totally sober. So there's that. Were you totally? Yeah, sober? it was Sunday morning. Oh. Yeah. Hungover? Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. It's a little I, shaky, yeah. a little rickety, <laughs> a little rickety, rickety around the edges. A little good. shaky. Yeah. Um, then you were bleeding and somebody had to point out to you that there was blood in your pants. Yeah. Wells, like, Wells was like, did you spill some jam on your <laughs> I was like, jam. Nope. That's pure blood seeping through. I'm grossed out because the texture of jam is not like. <laughs> I know. It is pretty has gross. very thick, chunky blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I, I have a question. This is kind of a weird. I'm just hypothetically. Is Wells your type of personality? N- to date? Yeah. No. Oh. But I really like him a lot. That wasn't my question. Oh, oh. Wait, but I don't... Okay, your question first, because I need clarity as well. I just find that he's very, like, funny and outgoing, and what what about him isn't... I just... I'm always like, what's your... I'm trying to think, what is your guy's personality going to be like as far as what you go for? I guess I don't know. Because it's happening in May, so... Oh, it's coming, coming up. up. <gasps> yeah. Coming up, guys. Um, I don't know. I like Wells a lot. I just think that... But but that's an interesting thing because you say that about people from time to time. Now, well, Wells I, obviously is in a very committed relationship. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. an option. But yeah. if Wells were available, he's not your type because why? He's I mean, funny. Maybe, he's handsome. Maybe. I had a crush on him before and his brother. Like mm. Obviously, I was like, attracted to him at some point. Yeah. But I think... But you know him all, better now. Now I know him better. Yeah. And I'm like, we're probably not a good match. Okay. Hmm. I just thought, like, I was thinking, like, I know he's in a super, it, it's it's almost like, I wasn't saying Wells specifically, I'm right, saying someone somebody, like Wells. Yeah. But he actually, like, was um, 
he told me uh, that in Napa, he was like, I'm going to like keep an eye out for you. Like I'm really, he's going to like make an effort. Oh, that's and, nice. Yeah. Like, and like a gen- it seemed like a genuine effort. Like mm-hmm. he was like, talk to me, tell me like what, what's your physical type? And I was like, throw that out the window. Cause <laughs> we just don't know. We just don't know. But yeah, he seemed really like adamant about like helping you out. helping me. Yeah. Which was not sweet. that you need help, but just like keeping a lookout for you. Yeah. I mean, it's better than like, the dating apps, you know what I mean? Like having people. Oh, she's taking oh, her bandaid ta- off and oh, show back at the oh, gouge out of a, her left shin. There is a wound. Yeah. It's and gross. that's over a week old. Yeah. Yikes. I know. It's n- no bueno. Have you taken that off and let it dry out? Yeah, I had it dried out for a while and then I think it was getting infected. So I started oh, like. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Nothing really makes me more uncomfortable than that. Um, so last night I called Tanya because I needed the password to try and watch the screener for Chrissy. Chrissy Metz is going to be on the show today, and she's in a new movie called Breakthrough. Tawny had a screener, so I was like, hey, can you send that over to me? I want to watch before we talk to her tomorrow, and I really want to see the movie. So I look at my phone. It's 10-something. Tawny has told me how much she's rested over the weekend, so I'm like, maybe there's a chance she's still up because they sent the, the passcode to her phone mm-hmm. so i had to have that so i call her meanwhile i sent her the screener at like noon on sunday yeah i wasn't so ready to watch it noon <laughs> i was already i was busy but you didn't send her the passcode yeah i did i sent her the pass i gave you so my she password. Had all the password, information but then there's a code there's another code so i put in the name the yeah password. i was not aware that there were i sent her the password i sent her everything oh. that like i need to like log in yeah factor authentication yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i call her she doesn't answer. I'm like, I'm going to try one more time. She answers. Which which makes me panic because I'm a dead asleep. I'm in like my REM sleep. I'm going to play And I see that what? she calls me twice. So I'm thinking it's some sort of emergency. You know what I mean? Like I kind of yes. like wake up in a little bit of a panic. Right. I'm going to play. I'm going to play y'all the conversation. Oh, great. Thank you for recording it. Okay. Zero, zero, nine. Thank you, Angel. Go back to sleep. I love you. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to watch it. I love you. Love you too, bye. <laughs> I mean, maybe, bleep the, maybe bleep out the numbers. Well, the, it was a, it was oh, an it's a one time. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. She couldn't even get into it with those numbers. Yeah, like, what's I your concern? Because the link expired. Yeah, so no one can use those numbers. <laughs> yeah, they're no good. Anyways, that groan. I, when I re-listened to it, I was like, oh my gosh. Uh. The worst part is, so you called me and I hung up and I laid down, laid my sweet little head back down to just <laughs> fall back asleep. And then all of a sudden there's like some gnarly fight going on in my street where this man's like screaming profanities, honking his horn. I was like, what is going on? So I like get out of my bed, couldn't fall back asleep. And I'm like watching. Are you want a main drag? Yeah. Okay. So I'm watching this whole thing go down. There's like two girls running around this car. It's clearly a man in the driver's seat. And I'm like, what? I mean, it's like continues for like 15 minutes. So I call the cops and they're like, stay watching them and report like, and if, if they leave or whatever, call us back to, and I'm like, great. So I'm like on a stakeout. It's like, time just, I just keep looking at my phone. I'm like, time keeps ticking. Then I, yeah, then I get a call half an hour later from Brad, who's at Coachella and is like screaming, singing this Ariana Grande song. Tanya I was like, Coachella cause she was not feeling well. Yeah. I'm like, clearly yeah. nobody wants me to sleep tonight because I had an 
influx of like everything happening. So I didn't get to sleep till like midnight or 1230 or something. Because well, you were on stakeout. I was on stakeout with this. <laughs> did that one to yourself. That's totally. hilarious. I did that one totally to myself. Speaking of weird noises Tanya makes, the other day on the radio show with Ryan, Ryan said to her, you know, it's spring. It's getting to be really good fruit and vegetable season, I believe is what he said. Yeah. And this is Tanya's reaction. <laughs> <laughs> is that the weirdest reaction you've ever heard? What is that? He says, yeah, it's spring. Get tomato, fruit, and vegetable season. <laughs> four. Four inhales. Because it's the best time when, like, the, when the winter vegetables are going out of season and the summer ones are coming back. Like my Fuji apples are finally getting back to their like crispy, yummy, sweet selves. And that's the- <laughs> <laughs> that is borderline disturbing and inappropriate. <laughs> So it's such an exciting time. I'm on the page. This and we may have played this before, but this was Tanya's reaction when Nick Fradiani won American Idol. As we all had a reaction. We're all like, oh yay, good for him. Or oh shoot, I was rooting for somebody else. This was Tanya's reaction. And the winner is Nick Fradiani. That's her stomping her feet, by the way. Send me this page of Tanya sounds. What else, what else do you do have? I, I have a bunch. The best part was that was Danielle Romo. She was like Snapchatting or whatever, Instagramming me. When I, and then she was like, oh my God. Like you could probably, if you kept playing, you could hear in the background going like, oh my That's God. all I have of that one. But then there's this just random crazy Tanya laugh. <laughs> Tanya's face watch listening to herself right now. It's so scary. <laughs> the fruit vegetables reaction though. <laughs> Did everyone feel uncomfortable in the room? Or? <laughs> it's so exciting. This is the best time in the farmer's market. I'll find some more before the show's over. Okay, so Chrissy Metz oh. is calling in just a minute. And then we're going to talk to Sam Rubin. Because Sam Rubin, if you don't know, he hosts a show here in L.A. on KTLA. It's a morning news show. He's their entertainment reporter. He has Zachary Levi coming on the show tomorrow. Yes. So we need to figure out what he's going to say to Zachary Levi to put in a good word for Tanya. Oh. Without creeping him out. Wait, um, did anyone watch the Access Hollywood thing that people tagged you? <laughs> I didn't see it. What did he say? Nothing. Just like that he's waiting for the right woman to come into his Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> like nothing like... And then we have Manish Dayal from The Resident. Yeah. Honestly, I wish that you guys would give The Resident a try because I really think that you would like it. No, no. it's I'm not like against giving it a try. Right, I'm not like, like time. Yeah. I watch the full. I have a lot of shows that I keep up with. And How about Gypsy Rose Blanchard <gasps> being engaged? I mean, that's a lot to take in, you know? <laughs> it's a lot to take in. That Gypsy Rose Blanchard is engaged in prison to a pen pal. <laughs> How does this happen? That was a lot. Surprisingly, a lot of prisoners get in these relationships. It's very weird. It is beyond. And 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 fellow inmate gave her her ring because she was getting a divorce. So that's what she's wearing right now. Wow. Oh, dear. How special. Love does exist. Hey, um, what do you guys know about Lola? Because I feel like that's something we should be talking about because everybody's talking about it. Oh, actually, yeah. And we have talked about it before. Are you, Are we synced up right now? Are you in your period? I'm a, literally about to start. 
Dang. What about you? I like just finished. Oh, <laughs> I, I really, I want to point out really quick. We did a Lola spot on uh, the Wind Down podcast with Jana Kramer, and Tanya was uh, a guest on it, and she reacted with, "Lola's inside me right now." <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! The best endorsement I've ever heard. By the way, I was so wasty pasty doing all of those. Like I was like, the fact that I said that is truly. Lola loved it, by the way. Oh, they did. <laughs> yes. Oh, great. Yeah, I, I had literally had Lola inside of me. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, how was before we? Oh, well, maybe we can do this after or before. But how was Blake? He was great. Any sparks? I, he's a great guy. I really like him a lot. I don't know if there was like sparks. Okay. You know what I mean? That's all I needed. Yeah. Right? Do you feel like that, Easton? He, uh, he seems to have his mindset on Mexico. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I figured. Yeah, but, but you he's know, great. sometimes chemistry is chemistry, even if it. But if Tanya didn't feel it, then Tanya didn't. And you know it. what? We are no one's second choice. No, we're not. We are the first. Choice. We are the. What did you? What did you say that one time we were talking about that? And you're like, I am the. Oh, I am no man's runner-up. Yeah. No, like, I am no man's prize or something. And I'm like, no, you are the prize. <laughs> <laughs> you said that wrong. <laughs> um, anyway, so Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. Lola's founders started their company with a simple idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products, which is true. They ask themselves, if we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the products we use, why shouldn't the same be true for our feminine care products? And honestly, even more so for uh, the feminine care products. This is ex- literally the exact thing I said to myself because I eat organic and I'm super like careful of what I put in my body. And yet I was stuffing tampons <laughs> that had been bleached with chemicals in my body. Yeah. <laughs> it's like gross. But Lola pro- Lola's products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. No BS, mystery fibers, or doubts about what's going in your body. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription. Lola will deliver exactly what you need and when you need it. So you know your body best. So Lola will give you um, four ways to tailor your Lola subscription to perfectly fit your needs. So um, you basically choose the box that you get based on like you know your flow well yeah and you can choose if you want tampons pads or liners or you can do a combo of all of them right you can build your box of 18 tampons or 12 pads tampons can be a mix of light regular super and super plus pads can be a mix of ultra thin day pads or night pads Um, and then you can also decide how many boxes you want delivered to you so I mean, that's really convenient because you can go ahead and stock up so you're not panicking running to the store when it comes. It's really nice because it just depends. Like some people will have like a really heavy first day and then like a really light end. You know what I mean? So it's just really nice to customize your box. Um, Anyway, for 40% off of all subscriptions, visit MyLola.com and enter Becca when you subscribe. That's MyLola.com. And when you subscribe, just enter the word Becca. How's everybody been sleeping? Like a baby. Yeah? I bet you sleep well. I believe that. Because you do a lot. You sleep in, which is nice. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's nice. that's, that's, that's a good. That's a good sleep. That's sleeping in. Woke up early today. Oh. Like what time do you wake up today? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> what is that, what's normal time? What do you mean? Like, if that's early, what, what is, what's your normal waking time? I mean... Like 11? No, 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 no. 
No, I'm not a teenager anymore. <laughs> what, 10.30? Like 10. Actually, my body normally wakes up at like 8.30. Yeah. Like if I don't set an alarm, like that's, if I don't set an alarm, I'll probably wake up around 8.30, but like I'll fall back asleep. You force yourself to get back in there. To yeah, because like, I got to get the nine to 10 hours. Oh, oh. oh gosh. But you know what? That is like so great. It's great. <laughs> like if my body, if I could get eight hours every night, I think I would really be thriving. Mm-hmm. I think and you I get thrive with whatever you're getting. Six. I get a measly six hours. Do you remember yeah. when we had that super hunky doctor in a while? I can't remember his oh, name right yeah. now. But Dr. Mike. Yeah. And we asked him like, what's the biggest health concern for people? And he said, lack of sleep. Uh-huh. That's yeah. everything yeah. unhealthy stems from that. Do you know if I don't sleep, like if I try to pull an all nighter, any any point like since i've been young like, even as a teenager if i tried to pull an all-nighter i got sick yeah i think that like i ultimately i think that's why i ended up super sick on friday i just did not sleep from mon monday night on mm. yeah you were busy and then friday came and i was just like I, yeah. I can't function well for proven quality sleep there's the sleep number 360 smart bed because as we just said better sleep will change your life true yeah, and I, I've heard a lot, I think as couples grow together and live together for a long time, they disagree a lot on mattress firmness. Do, do both of you with your uh, wives, do you all disagree or do you both like the same? Uh, we're, we're okay in terms of firmness, mm-hmm. uh, but we, we had issues with movement early in the relationship. So we had to get, you know those mattresses where they put the wine glass yeah, on yeah, one yeah. side? That's yeah. where we went originally is to those yeah. before we were aware of the wonders of sleep number. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, we had problems with movement too. We would do the move where uh, one of us slept in a mattress that was in a separate room than the other one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, but, but uh, <laughs> sometimes the couch, you know, uh, but sleep number, you can separate those things and it makes it a lot easier for us. Yeah. So sleep number 360 smart beds lets you choose your ideal firmness on each side. So it's right for both of you. Or if one day you're wanting, if you're single and you're wanting one day to have a soft, <laughs> soft finish and the next day you want something a little more firm, you can have both. There Best you go. of both worlds. Mm hmm. The Sleep Number 360 smart beds are so smart. They sense your every move and automatically adjust to you, keeping you sleeping comfortably throughout the night. And when you add a FlexFit smart adjustable base, you can also raise the head or foot of your bed for ultimate relaxation. Partner snoring? There's even an adjustment for that. So come in now and save up to $1,000 on select Sleep Number 360 smart beds when you add a smart adjustable base only for a limited time. Yeah, Sleep Number is ranked number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses by J.D. Power. For 2018 award information, visit jdpower.com. You'll only find Sleep Number at one of their 575 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Visit sleepnumber.com slash Becca and find the one nearest you. Once again, that's sleepnumber.com slash Becca. Okay, we are... So, so, so excited because joining us in the OR is star of the movie that I cried four times watching, <laughs> uh, Breakthrough. And of course, this is us. We have Chrissy Metz on the line. We're getting her right now. Sorry. Uh-oh. We're getting her. But we want to talk about that. And of course, this is us. Yes. And the season finale and the flash forward. Yes. There's so, I have a lot of questions. I just caught up last night. She probably hasn't seen the season three scripts or season four scripts yet. So she probably doesn't know. But that's, maybe that's good because then she can talk more freely. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, here she is. You ready? I'm pressing the button now. Hi, Chrissy. How are you? Well, we are so excited to have you on the show. We're, we really, really wanted you to be in person with us so we could hang out. But we're thrilled to be 
Chris, I'm glad to be here, but not there, but here. <laughs> You're here in spirit. Chrissy, I watched Breakthrough, and I cried at four different parts of the movie. <laughs> oh, oh, it's uh, pretty emotional. I think it's really um, hitting people in a lot of different places. So while I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's a positive review, right, Tanya? Yeah, I, mean, it is, I think so. I think so. It's very like there's so many different there's so many layers to it and there's this one scene in particular where they're singing oceans outside the window of of the hospital and I was just every time I was a mess at that point. I I oh, I, know. I tried to watch it last night because Tanya um, was able to get a screener and I went to log in and it was gone, so I haven't gotten to watch it yet. However, oh, I um. Yeah. I got t- I got emotional just watching the trailer for it. So I'm like, and then Tanya said she cried four times. So now I'm really prepared for for the waterworks. Yeah, you know, even if you're crying in the you know minute trailer, I get it. I mean, there's a lot going on, and because it's a true story, it's so miraculous. I mean, obviously it has a great ending, which is nice. There's a bit of a reprieve, but like it's um, the whole journey, you know, and really just the beginning of the story is the beginning of the journey for John Smith and for their family. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty great. I think that's the thing that was so, what hit me the hardest is because it is a true story and you actually right. got to meet the the people that the movie was based yes. on. How was that? Yes. Oh my goodness. You know what? Uh, it, it was sort of surreal in that you're like, wait, this really happened, you know, yeah. I'm an actress and I, it's a job for me, but it's also, you know, something I love and I'm passionate about, but this is their life, you know? And mm-hmm. so I have so many questions and I'm like, are you real? Like I wanted to touch John, like you've been to this, but you know, Joyce is the mother who prayed her son essentially back to life. And it's so hard to even wrap your head around, even after meeting them and talking with them and becoming friends with them and then shooting the movie, it's still, miraculous in a sense of uh, unbelievability, you know, um, but they could not be more gracious and kind and open with, you know, their story and uh, they're just lovely, incredible human beings. Yeah. The, the one thing that is so, that struck me is in the doctor's note when it said, uh, yeah. patient dead, mother prayed, patient came back to life. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 How chilling is that? Yeah. It's, it's I mean it's incredible. Unbelievable. So congratulations. Yeah. I just wanted to say I'm I'm, oh, I'm very happy you. to support the movie and I wanna like yeah. sing it loud and sing it proud because yeah. I'm also I also love Devon Franklin so much and I know this has been oh, a really he's big the best. Yeah. He's so wonderful. He is so wonderful and I'm just I can't say enough about this movie, so congrats. Oh, thank you. Well, I just caught up on this is us all the way through. And I have some questions. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you have, I have a question. Do you know like in advance what's going to happen for next season or are you left just yes. totally in the dark? Oh, you Ooh. know. Yes, we know. Yeah, we, so we you know. know Kate's situation uh, in the flash forward. Correct. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, yes. Yes. It's so hard not to just go. I where know. Was she? Believe me. 
<laughs> I know, and everyone's like, "Where?" I said, "She could be at the store. She could be anywhere. We well, we don't know." No, Toby said, not. "I just talked to Jack. They're on their way, so that could easily be right. Kate and Jack are on their way." Exactly. But it was vague enough that maybe it's not, and we haven't seen you. Are you looking forward to old age makeup? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> um, I know Mandy could say, "Just wait," <laughs> because she spends so many hours. You know, I think they've. I think we caught it. It's over like, I don't know, 300 hours she's been in makeup. And, um, you know, so I am looking forward to it because um, I just think it's super cool when you get to, you know, really transform. But um, I don't know when that will be. So we shall see. But I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, I, it felt very intentional that you were not there to cause um, the questions of where is Kate, what's going on, and I don't like when that happens, when we're just... I, I, I know, everyone is... My sister met Dan at the premiere and was like, okay, I need to know what's going on. She's like, <laughs> I can't tell you anything. She like literally interrogated him, bum-rushed him. And I was like, listen, you don't want to know too soon. Um, but we will find out pretty pretty early on, I think, in uh, season four. Oh, that's good to okay, know. Okay, good. I also yeah. would like to say you play, I mean, with Breakthrough and then This Is Us, you play a lot of like super heavy emotional roles. <laughs> <laughs> the irony of it all is that, I mean, I know comedy stems from tragedy, but I thought comedy was going to be my thing. And so when this, you know, this is what came about, and then, of course, Breakthrough, everyone's like, so all you're going to do is make us cry? <laughs> I'm like, that's not my attention. But, um, you know, I'm very comfortable. You know, there's a lot of actors who don't either can't cry on cue or don't want to cry on cue or, you know, or they don't want to be in the, those situations. I, I'm very comfortable with it. So I'm grateful that I get to play, you know, very vulnerable, emotional characters because it's cathartic for me, you know? <laughs> you're so, so good at it. No, you're so good oh, at it. Oh, thanks. And I remember thanks. we met you at, um, I think it was either Wingo Tango or iHeart, one of the iHeart events. And we, it was like a group of us all like crowding around you wanting to say hi. And I remember walking oh. away being like, she's as nice as I was hoping she would be, which was really Oh, really well, thank you. It's That's always uh, for me, like, when I meet someone that I really love or I really re- revere, I'm like, oh, please let them be nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. please. Well, and, and Tanya, you yeah. mentioned this this morning that it's so great that so much of the This Is Us cast was at the Breakthrough premiere. Like, that yeah. tells us something mm-hmm. about you guys and how well you get along mm-hmm. as a family. Because you never know what goes on behind the scenes. Totally. Yeah. No. No, you don't. You don't. And um, that's why I keep trying to tell people that we, like, really are close friends. Like, we all went to Mandy Moore. You know, she had her star ceremony, and we were all there. And um, a couple people were out of town for the premiere, and, you know, they were like, we're sorry, we can't be there. But, you know, to have so many show up, and Sterling and Mandy and Chris, you know, John, it's so, it just means the world to me, because, I mean, not only are they busy, but married and have big, crazy lives, you know, um, it meant a lot to me. So, yeah, no, we are really true friends, yeah. and we really do love each other. So. I think there's something really special about showing up for people. Like, I know it sounds silly, but yes. I think, like, the like actually showing up for people is such a beautiful thing. So that really, like, when I saw all of them at the Absolutely. premiere, I was like, that's so special. Mm-hmm. Uh, do yeah. You, do you yeah. find it hard to be um, kind of mean to Mandy Moore and y'all scenes as because it is such a it's such a real um example of how a mother-daughter relationship can be in certain situations and 
I, I every time I see y'all on Instagram or talking to each other, and y'all are so friendly and like best friends with each other, and then I watch the show, yes. and I'm like, oh. <laughs> It's really difficult, honestly, because she is probably one of the kindest human beings you will ever meet. And I'm like, okay, 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 she, this isn't real. She, <laughs> okay, okay, it's fine, it's fine. She understands, and she, it, we understand. And, but yeah, I do find it very difficult. <laughs> Plus, you're basically the same age. I know, <laughs> so, yeah. Which is interesting, too. You know, the irony is that I'm a little older than she is. <laughs> 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 yeah, funny. It's really quite funny, actually. But I, I, you know, respected her for so long. Um, and there's something very. She she has this energy that's very um, nurturing and motherly. So it's not. Um, I don't know. It's not far fetched in a way mm-hmm. for me. So. Yeah. I mean, it's every time I watch it, there's part of me that's like I totally understand Kate's side, and then I and then I have so much right compassion and sympathy for Mandy Moore's character too, where I'm like, oh, but it, she's just trying to help. Yeah, she wants to be part. <laughs> yes, of course, and that's what's so amazing about um, any parent and child relationship. It's like we're all just trying to do the best we can, and sometimes we miss the mark, you know, and then that way the show can really, you can see both perspectives and you can say, oh my goodness, I shouldn't have said that to my mom or wow, I probably should have held my tongue to my daughter, you know, you know yeah. there's, there's all these different um, aspects of the layered relationships. I mean, your relationship in breakthrough with your son is, is pretty layered too. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, you know, he's a boy that, Joyce and, and Brian adopted from Guatemala, coming into the Midwest, raised by, you know, Caucasian parents, and there's that, and then, of course, him wanting to fit in, and then, you know, Joyce giving up her first son for adoption, and how important it is, you know, there's, everybody's literally having their own breakthrough in this yeah. movie, and yeah. uh, for it to be a true story, and literally 98% of it is completely accurate, is Oh, wow, that doesn't always happen. You know, there, there's so everything this, was really on the page. There's this scene, and I, I, I'm not giving anything away because I, I mean, it's a true story, so we all know what happens. But there's this yeah, scene where right. you come out, and the doctors are kind of in his room, and they're basically like, just saying like that he's not gonna, you know, just bad things, like he's not gonna make it, right. and all these things. And you come out of the bathroom, and you're like, we only speak life over my son in this room. So if you have anything bad to say, you can take it outside. Whoa! And right. I was like, it's so true. The power of speaking things over your life. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I always say, if you change your mind, you can change your life. And if we can create negativity and create illness with negativity, why couldn't we do the opposite, which is create health and positivity? And I've seen it happen in my own life through my own, you know, family's medical emergencies and and just in my life in general that I'm like, just try it. Like, I just sort of encourage people just to give it a go and yeah. see what, what change and impact it will have in, in your life. Yeah. I, just, I have to say, yeah. like, I'm... You know, I'm a woman of faith and I'm, I'm a Christian and I think that this movie is so powerful. Not it's like there are so many breakthroughs going on in the in the movie that it's really cool to right. see, you know, there's every side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that don't believe there's people, that, you know, just all these different things and right. everybody's having these different breakthroughs. And it's it's just it's so incredible. And you're so fantastic in it. You're just amazing. Oh, thank you. I mean, 
We just love you. We never want you to leave. Oh, you're so kind. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, now I'm going to rush out and go see the movie. I'll go to the theater with you. Oh, perfect. Okay. Great. April 17th. That's a great queue up. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, that was going to be my next question. So I went ahead and set it up for you. Yeah. Wow, thanks. You guys are good. All right, so April You're 17th. Real good. Is that? It's this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this Wednesday, it so is. right before Easter, which is which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody go see it. Um, we love you so much. Thank you for taking the time. Yeah, thank you so oh, much for being here. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Have right. a wonderful day. You too. Thanks. Bye. bye. Okay, Bye. All right, Tanya's making that face that she makes when we get off the phone with somebody who she can't believe how amazing they are. She's making her starstruck face. Yeah, that, that's like a smile, open mouth smile, but wide head eyes. back, head back into her neck in a weird way. I just, I love, like, she's mega famous. Yeah, and she's, this is a huge show. And she's so cool. She's amazing. Every time, like, literally every time we're at an event together, I feel like I need to say hi to her. And she's probably like... I see this girl every time I come to these things and she lingers. I just feel like we're friends. Totally. Now I really feel like we're friends so she better watch it. <laughs> she's really cool. I know. She's great. All right. Let's take a break. We have so much more to get to. We have another guest. We have two more guests. Really? Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. 
Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could... I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero. My shiro. Yeah. Shiro, for my shiro. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. Joined now by KTLA's own Sam Rubin. Sam Rubin! <laughs> oh, ladies, that's uh, not the first time two women have screamed my name. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Opening us with a banger. <laughs> yeah. But I, a, a gentle and loving criticism. <laughs> when you have a guest on hold, you've got to have some sort of hold music. Oh, uh, how long were you on hold just, for? It sounded like two or three minutes just fine, but it's just this abyss. And so, you know, it could be you guys with like a pre-recorded message, like, Hey there, fellow. Hang on. Something like that. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You actually bring up a good point because I remember when I was on jury duty and I was like on hold because I was like calling into this show and I was like, I don't know what, what's what's happening. I feel like I don't, it's just like a giant sound of nothingness. So, right. And then you, you feel that you hear this sort of like when you're picked up. Yeah. Some sort of, I can't even describe it. Yeah. It's like a sh- um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, see, here's the thing. I'm going to do a, a punch list of uh, things that I could fix, but that, that's number one. We'll get to that. <laughs> We're starting there. You? <laughs> you know, we just are. We're just so excited to have you on because you, we uh, really got to work together for this Zachary Levi thing. I'm willing to do it. I, I'm trying to figure. I, I'm trying to figure out the best approach. Oh, okay. Here's the best. Okay, so here's a couple options. Okay. One one option, but I think this this, this has risks. Just uh, Tanya, come to KTLA and just pretend to be one of our regular PAs, who, you know, and just you know, go, you know, walks them in, etc. Would you remember and recognize from before? Let's go two paths. If he didn't, does that hurt your feelings? Mm. If he did, does it seem weird? Like you know, oh my god, she's stalking me. Yeah, so but Sam, we're trying, Tanya. We're she's trying to play it cool here, so that one is too big of a risk because 
he most likely would remember. You guys, we've talked before. He's definitely going to He's going to remember. So then he's going to be scared. Yeah, I think, that, okay. I think that path's a little scary. So, so then I think um, an attractive photo with a note. Uh. Which I could have him open. I could have him open on or off the air. <laughs> An attractive photo, meaning like a, the boudoir. <laughs> could you imagine? I hand him. You can give Sam Rubin like a calendar. It's like a Tanya right. calendar. He's like, it's, here you go. It, 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 it's not another Becca and Tulum photo, but it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> we'll we'll do some iPhone photography today. Right. Sam, it's uh, Mark. I'm the producer of the show. And my my sure. thought is, it's got to be what you need to say to him because I'm worried that he's creeped out by her, and he shouldn't be because we know Tanya and she's the best. But you know, Wait, right. you're worried that he's creeped out only because she's a lot. It's, yeah, and her fans are a lot. So you know, he's been getting oh. DMs like crazy about Tanya oh. for the last week. So I'm worried he's a little put off. Oh. So I think okay, there's got to be so, something you could say to him that makes him think, no, she's normal, she's great, and you would love her. Well, I'm, I'm concerned when you bring up the, the phrase fan. So in the notes with the photo, <laughs> she needs to indicate it's you know just private communication. You know, our relationship has been too public so far. I'm interested in, in a more private experience. <laughs> and the phrase private experience could be so wonderfully misinterpreted. <laughs> that, uh, Wait, Mark, I like where you're going with this, though. Yeah, Sam, I, I, I like is, this. These are very aggressive ideas you have, and I think they're scaring Tanya. Well, well, she's got to do something. I mean, here's it, yes. a competitive situation. I'm thinking maybe something like, Hey, you know, off, off, I don't know, off the air, but just go, Hey, between you and me, you know, I, I know this is, I know where she's nice. She, yeah. But, and there's like things going on with you and Tanya Rad. people are talking about it. Just so you know, she's great. Very normal. She may come off, she may come on strong, but he's she's going like, to say this on air or off air. I, I he's suggesting to do that off air. Tanya, if let, let's say he says to me, no, no, I really did like her. Is there any way for you to circle back to him directly? Yes. 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 Okay, so oh, so you have the digits or some method to get to them? Yes, we've 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 communicated. Um, right. It's just been on like a little bit of an intense. Uh, when he came in studio with Ryan, uh, it was went so swimmingly well that I feel like everybody has been bombarding him. Like he's been like going on lives and stuff, and people have been like, "When are you taking Tanya? When are you taking Tanya?" <laughs> right. So it's just been like at a high. And I think, I mean, the man's been busy. He's literally been traveling like sure, every cool. other day. So right. that is my only concern. As I just want him. I mean, okay, you you know how that is. Sometimes we have a feeling about these things. Do you have a sense that he would like to go out with you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think okay. Sam, your job but, is not to escalate things. Your job is to right. take things from fantasy to reality. Wait, I just want to take a uh, uh, sort of a uh, mental health evaluation of Tanya. Do you also <laughs> believe time. That Bradley Cooper would like to go out with you? I do not. I don't think Bradley Cooper even knows that. <laughs> uh, do you think? Uh, what are other handsome, eligible men? Uh, we'll just do a running. But you, okay, you feel there is sort of some interest. Yes. All right. Okay, well, then I think you're right. I think that uh, as often as the case, the producer is right, and just sort of some off-air encouragement. Yeah. But now, let me ask you this. Great personality, Mr. Hanson, Mr. Tall. Does the same thing worry you? Wait, what? I mean, he's, he's you are known and beloved. Becca is known and beloved. But he's really famous. Mm-hmm. And is, is that too much? Oh, does that put oh. you off at all, oh. his level of fame? Um, no, because I think he's a real, like, to me, that's kind of 
fame is fleeting. Mm-hmm. I think at his core, right. he's a really good guy. We have a lot of mutual friends. And so I know that he's a really good guy. Um, okay. So that's what I'm attracted to. Not so much all the hoopla of it all. Does right. that make sense? All right. Well, then I, I think the I think the off air approach is best. Um, is there anything? I'm just I'm just making this up. This isn't, but but there it would be helpful to have some piece of insight that would indicate I'm I'm informed on the situation. Like, hey, you know, Zach, I'm you know I'm friends with Tanya. I've worked with her, and you know when the two of you shared that tea, it really meant a lot to her. When the two of you took that Twinkie, or you see what I mean. Yeah, didn't y'all have? Did y'all have a moment on oh, they had the prom photo? Oh yeah, the, yeah, prom, the prom photo. photo. So you guys took a prom photo. Oh. They went to take photos, which normally just you know arm in arm or whatever. Sure. And it was sure. his idea yeah. to make it a prom photo. So he turned Tanya around, so he was behind her, and he put his arms around her from the oh. back. Okay. Sam, okay. I think you could say, "Hey, I'm I'm friends with Tanya, and I saw the the prom photo y'all took, or something." It was that was right. funny, and then that leads okay. you into. All right. She'd really like to go to the prom with you. Yeah. <laughs> She'd love for you to recreate a prom for her. Prom. <laughs> She'd really like to go to after prom with you. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. All right. But Sam. And then just, yeah. You know me. And if you talk to him and you like really feel like this could be a good guy, like I, I just want you to follow your heart. Like just really, truly just. Well, I, um, okay. I mean, I, I you know, have we shared with everybody that I've done this with you once before? Yes. Okay. Um, and that was well intended. And to be fair, it was a great setup. I know where your head was at. Right. I know where your head was at. I just don't think we were compatible. You were prom photo material. Exactly. I get it. But, I understand. But it was not a bad setup. Like, I don't think right. it was a bad setup. Right. Um, I <laughs> fixed up one of the women here with somebody who's my wife's idea. And uh, the review was, like, Sam, you're right. He is very, very good looking, but he's a carpet installer. <laughs> and so that, that took him out of the, the running. You never know. Which I thought was unfair. To Just, yeah, I agree. I don't think that was yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah, no. She I judged it yeah. by the cover. Tanya, would you do a carpet installer? Sure, if yeah. he was awesome. Right. Okay, let me... Let me see what I can do. Is he still single? (laughs) (laughs) But you do have a good success rate. You did pitch me hard on that. Yeah. No, it's true. I have four marriages. Four marriages. That's That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. I think that is pretty good. Um, All right. Well, then I'm all over this. Do you guys, should I report back tomorrow? When should I? Next week. But do do us some justice because I think Ryan's really betting on that. Ryan's really betting on this one too. Right? Don't you feel like Ryan was like. Yeah, he's invested. Yeah. I do it my entire life is doing favors to Ryan that are unreciprocated. I don't know uh, how much more I can do. I, I'm very happy to do this for you. I don't know how much more I can do for him. <laughs> I am thrilled to hear the reports back after tomorrow. Okay. Well, then, uh, Rebecca, uh, absolutely. Thank you. All, All right. right. Well, fingers crossed. We'll see. Yeah, and fingers they, crossed they for everyone. <laughs> okay. Fingers and toes. I think his approach might be a little, um, this I'm could hope- really take Tanya out of the game. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's the, it's a little precarious right now. Like I feel like right now it could tip in either direction. I need Sam to just kind of gently push it in the positive direction. I feel like he could really push it in the negative. I'm worried. A little worried. Yeah. Maybe text Sam later. Off air. I'm worried. <laughs> Do you want to hear more Tanya sounds? Yeah. <laughs> 
So these are all things we've stolen from the morning show. When Tanya, you know, Tanya has a microphone and we yeah. hear things that are funny. And so this one was fairly recently. Yeah! Oh. Now I'm trying to remember what that was, but Ryan simply said something that made you. Oh, so excited. Do you remember what it was? No. <laughs> What did, did he about say? Zachary Levi come No, out? but it was as exciting as springtime. It might have oh. even been the farmer's market. It might have been something like that. Like, or he, he he saw a movie or... He said something cool. I remember it was like he said something like cool that like cool people say. And it was just so just in his jargon. Yeah, yeah I was like... Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I really should pull the extended of that because it what brings up so that? many questions. Yeah, I don't think up. it was as cool. As, I think it might have been like, hey, I was watching the act on Hulu. Yeah! Like yeah, that. something, something like, like that. That, that yeah. she really connected to. Oh, that, yeah, that sounds like a reaction she'd have. Uh, let's see what else I found. Push like it back. Okay, that's out of context. That makes no sense. Sorry. How about this one? No! Okay, just thought that was funny. All right. Oh, this is a classic. We use this a lot. It's so good. That's like the original <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tanya drop that, that we pulled is... when she first started working for us. It's so good. This one's bizarre. We never really figured out what the thing was on that one, but... <laughs> it's, like, so scary. Okay, down your cat! Speaking in tongues. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> it's a lot of context. When it all comes together, it works. Thank you. Yeah, Here's you're time you laugh. You. It starts slow and gets big. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a witch. A little bit like a witch diabolical. on that one. Yeah, a little diabolical. Uh, it's still very much on fleek. Okay, there's that oh. one. There's that. And then we have a few more here. I don't know what uh, these are out of context. So if these are, uh, I don't know what these are. No. Oh, that would give me diarrhea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Let's hear that one again. Oh, that would give me diarrhea. Okay. But that's the beauty of Tanya. She's so unfiltered. And then I, I don't know what this best. is. What's a letter to me might be an X-rated video to somebody else. What's a letter to me might be an X-rated video to somebody else. Hold on. That's I think that was on the podcast. It might have been. Yeah. But that's the Tanya logic. A letter logic. to me might be an X-rated video. I was trying to say like everybody's perspective is different. So like a sext for you. Like if you're saying, oh, I'm sending a sex. Mm -hmm. I'm sexting with somebody. Mm -hmm. That could just be like normal jargon for somebody else oh wow okay and then i also pulled the entire reaction of her watching nick fradiani win american idol so it's not as out of context you have the full 14 seconds They're stomping. Was it's it incredible. like you were like rooting for him because you wanted him to win or because like you just were like, oh, Nick is so cute. I was going, it was the season where I was going every single week to interview all of them. So I got to know all of them really well and I wanted him to win from the beginning because I like liked him so much. So I was really happy. So one more time, note the stomping and then note Danielle Romo who's running the camera going, oh my God, like what is happening to you? Danielle's the best part of that. I think there's 16 stomps I yeah. heard there. All right, we have some really good emails I want to get to before Manish Dial calls because he's calling in just a few minutes. He's on The Resident on Fox and he's going to be fun to talk to. Now, this is a very good email. Props to you, Randy. 
This one's a real head scratcher. She says, I always laugh so hard at everyone despising Owen and the relationship between Maggie and Jackson because I totally agree. So I need to know Becca and Tanya's thoughts on these two Grey's Anatomy scenarios. Ready? Mm -hmm. What if the actor who plays Owen, Kevin McKidd, requests to come on the podcast? Would you have him as a guest and would you tell him you despise him? Um... It will never happen. Kevin McKidd wants to come on. What do you Super hypothetical. He's super hypothetical, but we've had two now, two cast members. Three, I think we have him on, 100%. Yeah. I agree. And we tell him we hate his character. Yeah. Isn't that insulting to him, though? No, yeah. I, my only problem is that that's how I envision him being in real life. And, like, when we met, you remember he wasn't... He wasn't terribly friendly when you were there in your scrubs yeah, in the red car. The I told that yeah. to... Like, yeah, what'd she say? She was surprised. Yeah, she, she like, was. She was like, that's so interesting because he's like super like down to play. Oh, okay. Well, I'd give him a second chance, but I would say I don't enjoy Owen as a character. That's aggressive, I feel like, because it's been 10 years and he's been putting his heart and soul into that character. And I would say I enjoyed him when Christina was around, but I think he's really taken advantage of Amelia. He's been selfish in his relationships. Okay, and maybe we can justify that. Like, as his sister said, he's still a little messed up and making the wrong decisions. Yeah. The war affected him deeply. He doesn't think of anyone but himself. I also think it's like, we can't have him come in and be like, we love your character. Well, yeah, because if he he listened to any of the podcasts before that, he would know that that's not true. And be very dishonest. So the answer is yes, we would have him on and we would try to be as honest as we can Without with him about his character. Horribly, yeah. yeah, like maybe we said we don't like the way your character is written. Like maybe we blame it on the writers or something. Her second question is, what if a future storyline involves a love interest between Owen and Maggie? Is it better to have two disliked characters together or is it too disgusting to even handle that? It might... Them two together, I don't see just in general their person like not okay. But if it was I didn't a character, see Lincoln Amelia either. So let's just you know, what if I did see Lincoln you Amelia? Did? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I don't hate it. Oh, so haters, you should back off. <laughs> um, I think if if Owen and Maggie got together, I would just be like confused. This doesn't make sense. That would be mo- mostly my. Thought process. Yeah. I'd probably like it. You would like going to Maggie together. With, I just don't want her with Jackson. As long as she's away from Jackson. As long as you're she's happy. away from Jackson, I'm happy. Hmm. And you liked Owen and Christina? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Christina made Owen a better man. She really did. Uh, this uh, girl woman is going by L. We'll leave it at that. And uh, she actually need, really needs your help. So I'm hoping you guys can give her some advice. She says, I'm 19. I'm a freshman in college. I'm in a sorority that I feel out of place and lonely in. I love fitness, health, God, and I want to find real love. I think I want to work in the fitness industry as a Pilates yoga instructor. I know it would be a good backup and beneficial to have a college degree, but I'm not interested in my classes. I feel more lost than I ever have in my life. I cry all the time. I consider leaving college to pursue what I actually want to do, but I worry then that I'll still feel lonely and miss out on all the college experiences. I've looked into transferring schools as well, but I have no idea what the right answer is. I'd love to hear any advice from you all who have been through life as a young adult because I've never felt more lost, lonely, and confused about what I want in my entire life. This was my exact feelings while I was in college Uh at 19 as a freshman. I was in a sorority that I did not feel like I just didn't, it wasn't even necessarily the sorority specifically, just that life. I, I didn't like going out and partying. And that was kind of, you know, being in a sorority, you pay a lot of money, 
you go out to a lot of events and I like didn't really have the interest in doing that. So many events. Um, I don't, I didn't love fitness and I didn't love health. So I'm out of help on that one, but I did struggle with finding my place in the college scene and I ended up moving out to California and left college. However, I will say it was a struggle to still find out what I wanted to do in the sense of being like, where do I go now that I don't have a college degree? I'm so young. Like, what's my next step? But I think if you have a desire to do what you're passionate about and you're miserable, I say seek that out and do it. And then college isn't going anywhere. However, if you have a scholarship and it's like being paid for Mm. and you want to finish college then I think you stick it out. But I think if you know what you want to do and you don't need a college degree to do it and you're paying for college, then I would go pursue what you're passionate about. It's tough, though, because she doesn't even seem 100% in on that. Like, she's thought about it, but she's not sure. She said she'd miss out on the college experience, too. The college experience is a cool deal, but I don't know. Tanya, you go go first. I feel like I'm the the wrong person to answer this because... um, I would say if you don't feel if you don't feel like your the sorority is the place for you, then I would say drop out of the sorority mm-hmm. um, because there's other ways that you can get involved in your colleges. Because like I was also in different clubs and things like that that I really thrived in as well. So there's other places that you can like kind of make friends in college, not necessarily in a sorority. Because I do I agree. I think a sorority is like a certain type, and I loved it. But if I didn't love it, I would just leave and. and I think that's very good advice. Stay, yeah. but I would I would say stay in school because I think that you're 19 right now, and I feel like having the degree might be good for you. So maybe I would just try getting plugged in somewhere else. It's tough when you're 19 and you don't have a passion, mm-hmm. or you haven't figured out your passion, right? Because everybody's got something. But for a lot of people, I think they feel lost out of high school. I think a lot of people feel lost out of college. I yeah. think that's a struggle. Is like you go, you you pay so much money, mm-hmm. and then it's over, and no one can get a job. Yeah. You know, everyone's struggling to find a job even after college. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of pros and cons both ways. Like you really have to. It's not what it used to be, where it was like you have to go to college and you have to finish to be successful. Um, I would say maybe even take down the amount of classes you're taking and on the side, pursue the career that you want to do of being a Pilates or yoga instructor and do, take that up and do that as... Right, don't drop out. Don't drop out. Just, just lower your class yeah. and maybe drop the sorority and so that you're still involved, but also maybe trying something that you think you could see yourself doing. What was it for you that helped snap you out of that lost feeling? I think when... Actually, I think when... Uh, I was able to like pay and live on my own. Mm -hmm. I just kind of, I always thought that in my life that I would have this like direction of what I wanted to do. And like, I never had that feeling of like, this is what I want to do and I'm going to do it. And so once I was able to just have a job and like support myself, even though it was still a job, like it was work, but I knew that's what I had to do to live. And I was like, happy with that i think i just always found contentment in being able to like support i think myself when you can like own. provide for yourself there is some sort of like not freeingness but like there's some sort of like i'm capable yeah yeah and you're like oh i didn't need what everyone else because a lot of my family members were like what are you doing there's no way you can live in california on your own mm-hmm. and i was like well i'm gonna try <laughs> yeah. yeah and i think with, like for even for me i graduated from college and i couldn't find a job to save my life yeah. and i was like 
what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I just graduated from college, got a bomb degree, and I can't get a job to save my life. Mm-hmm. Like, It's tough out there. And it's tough in college, which is so expensive, mm-hmm. that if you're not enjoying it, and you're not into your classes, yeah. and you're not having any fun, you're like, why am I wasting my or my parents' money on this? Because it is so much. I yeah. get, I get the, the feelings you're going through. Mm-hmm. But I think sticking it out is probably the right idea for now. But I like, I like Becca's advice. I think leave the sorority, find other friends. I think maybe cut down your class load and try to explore that fitness route. Because that's something I did. I tried to get into radio independent of college. And when I did, that path opened up for me. So it's, it's good to kind of have as many possibilities as possible out there. Yeah. And you might be like, I don't want to be a yoga or Pilates instructor, but you're not going to know until you give it a shot. So. Right. If you give up college completely, that's a lot. Yeah. All right. How are we doing? Five more minutes till Manish. Uh, Taylor's frustrated. She tried to set up a scrubbing and meetup. She had seven girls going. They're scheduled for one o'clock on Sunday. At 11.30, people started saying, oh, I can't make it. And by 12.50 p.m., all six girls individually canceled. My feelings were hurt. I felt kind of embarrassed. Why do we do this to each other? If a girl posts in the Facebook group about a guy canceling an hour before the date was supposed to happen, there are a hundred comments of girls saying, thank you, next. So why do we hold Bumble guys to a higher standard than we do for our own friendships? Wow. I feel like people cancel on each other all the time like it's nothing. It's just me. This has happened to you. They want your input on the topic. <laughs> this makes me so sad. I, I'm wondering, was it in LA? Uh, I don't I think so. I guess it doesn't matter, but it's so funny because it's something that I hear a lot from like my friends in LA. It's like everybody always is just like, oh, like when you make plans to people, they actually don't expect you to like follow through with the plans. And I'm like, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. But that's like the culture now. Do you know what I mean? You mean like just saying, let's do lunch, that kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, like you see somebody and they're like, oh, let's get coffee sometime. Or, you know, like let's get coffee on Wednesday or whatever. And then they like act like that's not really going to happen. Unless somebody like actually reaches out in text and says like, mm-hmm. what time works for which you on Wednesday? Which is rare. Which it's is rare so to rare. reach out and do that. Everyone yeah. says it. Nobody yeah. does it. Yeah. I yeah. kind of feel like that's, I think obviously LA, there's probably that, um, that probably happens a lot, but I think that's everywhere. I think that's this like social media, like just like in the dating scene, how it's like, okay, I can do, you know, something else will come along. Like there's a sphere of making set plans. Cause what if something else comes <laughs> along? It's like a weird, like warped mentality that I, I have it too, but mine's mo- like mine's normally cause I'm like lazy and don't want to sit in traffic. But I also, I think when you make specific plans, like we're going to meet here at this time, that's something that you should be held up to mm-hmm. because it's not just like, hey, we should get lunch sometime. It's like someone planned it. So I'm curious what happened that all six people It's canceled. interesting because you, you, you all listen to this podcast and that's wonderful and we love you for that and thank you. But also, you're strangers to each other. So that's I wonder if it's like, a, oh, meet up in my city? Yes, I am so down. And then that day you're like... Oh, I mean, I don't really know these people. Yeah, but yeah. Really... a little bit of like shyness. I think and there's like a shyness fear. there. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um. I'm sorry, Taylor. I, it sucks. Like, there's really nothing. I don't know. It does suck. I have to tell you, I think, I guess my best advice to you, Taylor, is don't let this change you. Like, keep showing up for people. Keep making plans. You hold yourself accountable. You make, you know, you show, you be the change. And hopefully you'll attract those same people. And I'm told this meetup was in Thousand Oaks, California, which is where I live. Wow. <laughs> These are my people. These are your people. And why didn't y'all invite Marks? Uh, I, I didn't get like an they, invite on this I one. I think they did. Oh, did they? I feel like I saw this, yeah. Oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 I didn't see that. 
Uh, Catherine has a one we can sneak sneak in here before Manish. Uh, a couple of weekends ago, my fiance and I went on a couple's trip with my best friend and her boyfriend. Although we love them both, they are notorious for getting in big arguments. And one of the last nights of the trip, they got into a huge argument about something very minor. She threw a drink in his face. He stormed back to the hotel. A couple drinks later, we see her dancing with another guy on the dance floor. Last call came. The two exchanged phone numbers. The entire time my fiance and I were watching this, not sure what to do. Do we say something to her, to her boyfriend? Where do we draw the line? Is it any of our business? The next morning, they made up. They went on with their activities. We all did together. Her boyfriend was oblivious to went on after he, what went on after he left the bar. The kicker is he told my fiance that he brought her a ring and he's going to propose in May. I love her and I want what's best for them both, but when do I step in? <laughs> Can you give me the Cliff Notes version of that? I, I'm going to just answer it. Okay. Don't step in. She didn't really do anything wrong. She was drunk and she was pissed. I was going to say she was drunk and mad and who knows, she may have had a conversation with him and... Like when they made up and said, hey, I gave my number. Like, yeah. you don't know what happened. Maybe if she'd have made out with this guy, yeah. that's different. But if she's just dancing with a guy, angry at her boyfriend, this is what we and exchanging a phone number. She's doing it to get back at him, right? She's like, I'm fine. I can give you my phone number. I don't care what he thinks. I'll do whatever I want. He's a yeah. jerk anyway. Yeah. But the next morning, she thinks better of it. That I, phone number's not getting yeah. used. I think if, if she... If you somehow find out that she has talked to this guy that she gave her number to, that's an escalation. I think you should step in. For now, I think it's okay. Yeah. Stepping in just makes you stay awake and watch as the cops come. So (laughs) I'm like, now I'm all, I'm a big fan of stepping aside for things. All right. Manish Dayal from The Resident. He is next. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists. Like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. 
that brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could... I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero. My shiro. Yeah. Shiro, for my shiro. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured. Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten. And the best part, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cashback rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cashback. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. Can we give a warm welcome <laughs> to the OR to Manish Dial, everybody? Hey, hey. <laughs> Hi, Manish. Hi, how are you? (laughs) Great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. This is another um, OR that you're getting to scrub into. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're talking about, oh, uh, oh, your OR. Yeah, Yeah, the scrubbing in OR. OR. (laughs) All right, look, you know, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Manish, can I just tell you, I'm obsessed with your character on The Resident. Oh, thank you. That's awesome. (laughs) And this whole that. this whole time, I thought that the show was based around you, like that you were <laughs> like the like this was your show. <laughs> I mean, it just sort of goes in so many different uh, directions. I feel like I think the show is definitely an ensemble, and um, I think it really works. It, you know, it really works well that way because every character has a different perspective on the on the on, on the world of medicine, and everyone is also in a different place in their careers. 
So it allows the show to sort of show the audience so many various uh, perspectives of, of, you know, any single event happening. So, so your character on the show is like kind of like, I'm just curious if you're like him at all in real life, because I like him because he's not afraid of commitment. You know, obviously like he was in, engaged and um, that whole thing is like, right, right. You know, not ideal, but I like that you're not afraid of commitment and you just seem like a really great heart. <laughs> like I always loved your character. Are you like that in real life? Like it seems really, it seems <laughs> like you're wants, playing yourself. She wants to know if you, you are. You know what? I think there's something about that. I mean, we're, we're similar in certain ways, but I think uh, we're pretty, pretty different. I think Devin is really one of these people that just, he, he just goes for it. I think he's also so young in his career that he doesn't have all of those um, those blocks and insecurities yet. And I think that when there's something that appeals to him and his, his beliefs and his heart, he's going to run for it. He's a very passionate guy. And I think that that makes it's really interesting and, and uh, fun to play because he's always going to um, he always wants to do the right thing. And maybe he's doing it sometimes in not the best way, but his his. Um, his intentions are always pure and right. And, you know, he comes from this world of academics. You know, he graduated top of his class at, in med school, and he, he, he thought that that was going to take him to the next level of being a doctor. But what he realizes is that it's going to take more than book smarts to do that. He's going to need to rely yeah. on his instincts. I think that's really where what's happening in season, season two. He's really coming into his own and figuring out who he is. He really and, is, uh, you know. He's becoming yeah. very worldly. Yeah, I would, I would agree. He really is. Uh, yeah, it, it's been fun, you know, to see what he does. And I don't know how much you guys know about tonight's episode, but it's it's pretty wild. It's just some crazy stuff is going to happen tonight. It's probably one of, probably my favorite episode of the entire series so far. So the reason why I think the show is really cool and different, because obviously we're obsessed with Grey's Anatomy here. Um, yeah. It shows like kind of the corrupt side of the medical world that right. I never ever thought of before. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm watching it and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this totally makes sense. And now like I'm, it almost makes me just as like a human want to be more knowledgeable about my own health and like proactive when I'm like at my doctor's office. Oh yeah. We all have to be in control of what's happening around us just because doctors are human beings. You know, that's also, that, that's what we're trying to portray here yeah. is that these are people who make mistakes, who are fallible and some have to make decisions sometimes in weird and strange ways. You know, I think doctors are people and they're human beings and they're capable of making errors and we should be in control of our uh, medical decisions, no doubt. And it's a business. And always, you know, seeking second. Oh yeah, the whole business side of it too. That's a whole nother uh, yeah, of, of the story we're telling. You know, I think that it is a business. It's privatized here in the United States. And it's something that we have to not lose sight of, you know? Yeah. And I think that the show is unafraid of talking about those issues. And, you know, keeping it contained in Chastain and then how that relates to the doctors and the decisions that are made and the patients that come in. It's the whole thing, you know, and I think the show is uh, doing a fine job of, uh, of portraying that. Um, Manish, I have not start yet started The Resident and Tanya has been raving about it. So if you were to give me a 30 second, second pitch of why oh, I should watch it elevator from pitch. your perspective what would it oh, be oh man that's a lot of pressure <laughs> oh my gosh i would say that the resident is a new and dark take on the world of medicine it sort of peels back the 
curtains and shows you the underbelly of the medical world and the medical business and how it is actually a revenue generating business and how that affects the people inside and the people who are running it. And that's really what the show is about. It's about, you know, it's a character story about how, how we're navigating our lives and our careers in this very tricky and uh, hierarchical business. That was a good one. Yeah. And Tanya's, I mean, I know when Tanya gets excited about something, it means a lot. I mean, she gets excited about a lot of things, but when it's TV shows, yeah, because I don't she's really passionate. like, I don't like kick it on the couch much. <laughs> so when yeah, I do, I, if, sure. yeah. if I like, if there's a sh- like, and I'm like really obsessed, like, because there, there's uh, a whole, in the very uh, first uh, season, there's like a woman who's basically giving like chemo to patients that don't have cancer because she, then yeah. she has like a survival rate or whatever it is. But it's like so yeah. dark, you know, it's like the things that it's you don't dark. think about. Right. And, you know, it's interesting to talk about these issues because they are happening, you know, in the, in, in the real world. Like this year we're talking about medical devices and we all know, um, you know, how that, that, that's about to sort of become on people's minds right now as that story is sort of surfacing. And, you know, I think that that's what the show wants to do. It wants to sort of hit those hot button topics and, and sort of provoke a conversation and, and debate about it. And, you know, there's, there's going to be so many multiple, you know, different perspectives and opinions on it. And that's what we want to sort of uh, talk about and illuminate on the show. Yeah. But I'm really glad you guys are like it. What, what, uh, what's your favorite, what's your favorite episode? Ooh, you know, I'm not going to lie, as much as I hate to admit it, I really enjoyed uh, Jenna Dewan's arc in the, like, I liked her role, how she kind of came in and, like, tempted you, and I really enjoyed it. Wait, do you have a love interest on the show? Well, Jenna, Jenna Dewan's character. He was engaged to be married, and then he, like, ended his engagement, and then... I ended the engagement for... Julian Booth, who's the device rep who comes to chest in, uh, she and uh, Devin to have a relationship. Working with Jenna was a lot of fun. We had a really good time, and um, she brought a new and totally unique energy to the show. Yeah, but I really enjoyed it all. Like all the like darkness of it is so intriguing to me. And my mom stayed with me like two weeks ago, and I had her watch just one episode with me. And she literally said, "I have till two in the morning because she finished the entire season two. Because she, <laughs> was, like, you know what? We're really popular with moms. Moms love our show. <laughs> yeah, she was really into it. That's awesome. I have one very serious question. Uh, Does your wife like when you wear scrubs? Do you keep them? Do you leave in them, or do you, or do you ever come home in them? You know what? She's never seen me in the scrubs, and I, wow. I like it that way. She likes I it that way, put, or you yeah, like I it that them, way. I, I put them on when I get to work, take them off when I before I leave. I never really come home with the scrubs, but you know they're, they're sometimes they're comfortable. You know they're just they're just funny. TV scrubs and real life scrubs are different. Oh, you know because we own scrubs, and Becca <laughs> and I feel like we get a lot more um, respect. respect when we wear them out in the wild. <laughs> oh, for sure. When you see you know someone in scrubs, you know they're they're in a hurry. They got somewhere to go. Yeah, people yeah. are like, let me get the door for you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah well, I got thank you. you. I got you. Let me get. I hold that door for you. <laughs> yeah. you. You can hear. You can have this parking space. You know, there's there's definitely some perks that come. Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm going to report back after. I, I I will probably do what Tanya's mom did and binge it like that. But start from the, the beginning. Start from season no, one. Yeah, I'm going to start from the beginning. But um, I'm very excited now that we've talked to you. Now I am now I really feel like I'm going to feel invested in the show. Yeah. Awesome. Enjoy it. It's, it's, it's a wild, wild ride, especially second season. 
the second season's fantastic. And I'm not going to lie, like when I was watching it, I knew nothing about you personally. I'm very happy that you're married and you seem very, <laughs> you have a family. But I was like, this guy must be really awesome to date. Like I literally was like, I need to date this guy. Yeah, it was it was kind of a thing. We were we were really trying to scope out if you were yeah. available for Tanya or not. But our, we found out that you are very happily married with a child. So we're very happy for you. Very happy. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> very good to you guys. We actually got an email about that. Somebody saying, I love uh, I love your podcast. I've been binging it from the beginning. I just passed the episode about the resident and Manish Dial and Tanya. I agree with you. He is so cute, but unfortunately, he's married and has a kid. <laughs> her, her name is Manisha, so she uh, definitely was excited about that. I wonder if that's a real name or not. <laughs> Maybe she just calls herself that. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, big fan, big fan. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Manisha. Thank oh, you, guys. Man. Well, this was such a treat. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you so much for having me, and I appreciate it. And tonight's, can you tell everyone how to, where to watch The Resident tonight? Yeah, tonight's episode is on at 8 o'clock on Fox, and it's called If Not Now, When. And it is a very special episode for us. We sort of talk about maternity, mortality, and uh, sort of a growing epidemic happening in our country's maternity wards all over the country. And um, it's an important one. It's one I'm super stoked about. And uh, it's it's also a true story about Kara Dixon-Johnson and... um, and her husband and uh, I think it's going to be great awesome thank you so much for taking time to come and scrub in thank you <laughs> of course thank you guys for having me take care bye bye Manisha also says I hope that you Becca and Tanya both find love and everything you want especially Tanya because I get you I crave companionship so much and I'm 24 years old and I've never been in a relationship before hmm. so she wishes the best for you too and we wish the best for Manisha can you please look at Becca's piece of paper what are you doing Becca <laughs> I did you stars. Doodling? Oh, look at those stars. You're a doodler. I am today. <laughs> <laughs> I realize if I... <laughs> never, I can't even explain what my brain... I realize if I started my star on the different side, it made it prettier. <laughs> so I was practicing. Okay. All right. I think that means we've run out of stuff to talk about. No, so let's wait, thank some people. What? What? I wanted to do like a fun quiz of some sort. We're well into this show. This is a long I've show. I've been gone for two weeks, so... What's the quiz? I don't know. just thought we could do a quiz. Well, okay. I have those names. We're going to draw names out of a hat and get... A, we're going to take two Grace characters out of a hat and see how we felt about them as a couple. You want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm go get my hat. <laughs> all right. I have every character from Grey's Anatomy in this hat. Now, I have... This is also obscure characters. They are all in here. Every current character Who's is in obscure? here. Obscure. Well, some like say, um, what's the name of that guy with the little beard? Oh. No mustache? That guy. See? They're all in here. <laughs> I don't remember. Name, I don't know if, if you draw them, I'll remember. A all right, ready? No now, mustache. Becca, we were originally going to have one of you pick, and uh, we're going to do a, a male hat and a female hat, but I realized that we are in a post gender, post sexuality society. Right. <laughs> so we're just going to pick two names out of here and see if we like the compatibility of them. Okay, yeah, I'll have like each it. pick one. All right, here we go. Thank don't you. Do it yet. Okay. Becca's choice. All right. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Okay, Becca, who did you pick? <laughs> Meredith Gray. Oh, great. Oh, and Tanya, you picked? Alex Gray. Oh, no! yes. This is my dream come true. <gasps> no. Wow. Wow. I mean, you That's guys. That's a little weird. That is like fate. I've got like 20 <laughs> names in this hat. There's a lot of cast members on this show. That's wow. pretty amazing. Becca, how do you feel about Meredith and Alex together? I don't love it. Does it help that we just drew them randomly out of a hat? Does that help? No. 
No. Does it mean they're fated or meant to be? That's fate, fate right there. I think it is. If it's meant to be. Here's the thing. I think if 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 Alex, I really want, I love Alex with Joe. Well, that's what we covered with Joe. So do you want to put those back in here or just draw two more? No, Keith, let's just, I think we keep Yeah, them yeah, out. yeah. All right, keep them out. Here comes our next couple to discuss. I appreciate you like shaking them like, like that. Okay, do you want me to go All first? Right. Yeah. Ted, to go first. Teddy Altman. Teddy Altman. And she's going to be in love with? Joe Wilson Karev. Oh, see, but again, we're breaking up that couple. <laughs> I don't hate it. I do. I don't think they go together at all. You don't? No. Not even after the like episode where they were like taking such good care of that um, assault victim? That's yeah, true. but not as a romantic. You know, oh, God, that episode was so good. Yeah. Very powerful. Uh, I don't mind it. I don't mind those two together. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think it's that not could the worst. Work. It's not the best. So if Alex ends up with Meredith, then perhaps Joe can end up with Teddy. I it mean, I'm really liking out. the way this is <laughs> all shaking al- out. Teddy already has a uh, like a triangle right now. I don't now. like either of her men though, really. Yeah, but if she realizes that Joe's the one for her, the triangle falls apart <laughs> very quickly. All right, one more. Okay. okay. Are these people who have maybe died on the show as well? No. Oh, current, just current. Current living cast members. Okay. I don't even know. Oh. Oh, that's not good. Becca? Amelia Shepard. Okay, hooking up with? <laughs> Levi Schmidt. Is that <laughs> glasses? glasses? Yeah. <laughs> I don't love it. I don't yeah, love that, I don't one, love that one either. I actually hate Out that Out of the one. three, I would unfortunately have to say Meredith and Alex. Yeah, we agree. Yeah. All right. It is time to thank some people. Thank you for indulging me. In sure. a- really quick, I just want to shout out Vanessa and the San Francisco Giants for providing oh, the hat yeah. we pulled the names out of. She sent a lot of really cool It's a Buster over. Posey hat. Yes, a lot of really cool stuff. My desk now has Mount Crushmore on it, and I have a Hello Kitty hat, and it's really cool, and I love the Giants, and I hate the Dodgers, and uh, <laughs> Vanessa, you're the best. She's a really cool listener. That's really nice. Thanks, Vanessa. That's very nice. Really nice. If anybody works for the Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, Lola. You're great. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter... Becca! And Sleep Number. To find the one nearest you, just go to sleepnumber.com slash... Becca! And thank you to Chrissy Metz. Oh. And thank oh. you to Manish Dayal. And thank you to Sam Rubin. And thank you, Tanya and Becca, for brightening our lives and every thank week. thank you to Mark and Easton for being the best of the best. Yeah, don't you think we should do a mantle with Mark and Easton? I'm going to do a mantle, and I want to like I want people to ask all the questions. But uh, you know, what? if we want a third guy, I think our third guy could be Wells because he's in a good, committed, thriving relationship. I like Wells. I would be fine to share the mantle with Wells. I'm fine with Wells too. I just don't know if we should get uh, a single guy. You mean a not married guy? Oh, you think well, we he's add not a married. single guy to the uh, to the to the mantle? Mm-hmm. We got to get like a good quality like. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like someone that like, yeah, we'll think about it. Something yeah. to mull over. Yeah, something to think about within the week. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I had a name on the tip of my tongue, but then I realized he's not single. Who? Robert. Graham? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, We've by tried. the way, we should address that because everyone keeps asking, what happened to Robert? He's not coming know. on. Yeah, I don't know well, let's, just, let's, just, let's just move on from that. He's yeah. not coming on. <laughs> so, hey, you move We tried... On. It just hasn't worked out. In fact, the chances of Robert coming on <laughs> are about to flatline. <laughs> That's not true. I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> Time of death, 11.50. You know what they say. Somebody's no today is a yes tomorrow. <gasps> <laughs>
Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds-infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's Better H-E-L-P dot com. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back. And this season, we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.